0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is a show where we discuss SpaceX, NASA, and spaceflight. I'm your host, Will Walden. The United Launch Alliance is now targeting early January for the inaugural launch of its Vulcan Centaur rocket. Now, this shift from the previously scheduled December 24th launch date follows a recent wet dress rehearsal that didn't go quite as planned, according to ULA CEO Tori Bruno. The rehearsal at Cape Canaveral, which involved loading the Vulcan booster and Centaur upper stage with propellants and simulating a countdown, was not fully completed due to issues with ground equipment. Bruno expressed the importance of a complete wet dress rehearsal before the rocket's first flight, indicating that the planned Christmas Eve launch was very unlikely at this point. And ULA has been working towards the December 25th launch primarily to deliver the peregrine lunar lander built by Astrobotic. The mission had additional launch windows on December 25th and the 26th, but these were also instantaneous, leaving little room for delay. Bruno revealed that the next available launch period begins January 28th, possibly extending over four nights. This information was shared amidst speculation about a potential delay given the absence of updates from ULA during and after the wet dress rehearsal. Now, before the rehearsal, ULA had reported no major issues with the Vulcan launch preparations. In a November press call, Bruno mentioned that the team was slightly ahead of schedule, suggesting smooth progress up to that point. Astrobotic, the company behind the Peregrine lunar lander, has acknowledged the risks of launching on a new rocket. And CEO John Thornton, in a recent NASA call, emphasized the balance of risk and reward in undertaking such a mission at a fraction of traditional costs. Thornton expressed confidence in ULA's track record but admitted to the natural apprehension uh, accompanying the launch of a new vehicle. Astrobotic's participation in this inaugural flight marks a significant step in cost-effective lunar exploration. And the rescheduling of the Vulcan Centaur launch sets up an interesting scenario at Cape Canaveral with two lunar lander missions potentially launching within days of each other. Intuitive Machines is preparing for a January 12th launch of its first Nova Sea lunar lander aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. ULA's Vulcan Centaur stands as a crucial development in space exploration, offering flexible and cost-effective solutions for reaching orbit. Its multi-manifest capability allows the integration of multiple spacecraft, optimizing mass to orbit. And the Vulcan's multi-manifest options include the aft bulkhead carrier, the secondary payload adapter, In the multi-payload canister system. These systems cater to a range of spacecraft from CubeSats to larger satellites, demonstrating the rocket's versatility. Now Vulcan Centaur's design incorporates up to six Northrum Grumman Graphite Epoxy Motor 63XL solid rocket boosters, that is a mouthful, which is a proven tech with a legacy in ULA's Delta II and Delta IV rockets. These boosters provide significant thrust and reliability to the launch system. Um, So let me do a little side note here. If you've been following along with spaceflight for a while, you know about Falcon 9. You know about Starship as well. So those are the big two right now. Falcon 9 launches frequently and SpaceX's Starship is a experimental rocket at this point. Now, ULA is choosing a booster, a solid rocket booster, because it's reliable. They know it will work without a doubt. They don't have to test it. They know that these things work, and that's why they're using them on this new rocket, on the Centaur. Now, they have significant thrust, of course, but the reliability is the most important part. They don't want these things failing during spaceflight. And the rocket's upper stage is powered by two RL-10C engines, known for their reliability and their precision. Those are also well-tested. These engines, which are fueled by liquid hydrogen, have a strong track record of success in space missions, adding to the Vulcan's robust profile. Now, ULA's commitment to a full and thorough wet dress rehearsal, despite the setback, reflects their emphasis on safety and reliability. They don't want anything happening to these payloads, because that could set some of these companies back years. And also the process of uh, the Artemis program for these lunar landers could set those back years as well. You know, this is the debut flight of this rocket, so they have to do their due diligence, and it's key in the high-stakes environment of space launches like this. The delay, while impacting the schedule, provides additional time for ULA to ensure all systems are fully operational and for Astrobotic to prepare Peregrine for its lunar mission. This careful approach is critical for the success of such ambitious missions like lunar and moon missions. Now, the Vulcan Centaur's inaugural flight is more than just a launch, though. This rocket has advanced capabilities and flexible launch options, and Vulcan is poised to be a major player in the future of space travel, getting things to orbit, and getting things to the moon. Now, in the upcoming launch, which is now slated for early January, which isn't too bad, it'll be closely watched by us, and we will bring you as much information about this as possible in the coming days and weeks right here on the show. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I really do appreciate your support throughout the years that I've been doing this show. Now, if you want to support us even more, hit the subscribe or the follow button on your podcast platform that you're listening on right now. Helps us out just a little bit. We get a new listener, which is awesome. Welcome to the flight club. If you hit the subscribe button, we do appreciate you. And if you want to help more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero, S-T-A-G-E. Z-E-R-O. And you can help us out over there and support our show. And we have a lot of Patreon supporters that continue to support us throughout the months. So without you, we couldn't do it. Also, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, StarshipShirts.com. If you want to get Starship-inspired and SpaceX-inspired and NASA-inspired gear, go over there, StarshipShirts.com, and pick yourself up a T-shirt any size, they ship anywhere, and they're printed just for you. Also, every episode of the show is about 10 minutes or under. We post every single day. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get all the latest news from NASA, SpaceX, and other spaceflight companies. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you tomorrow.